Welcome to Specialized, a podcast about living in the special needs community as educators, parents, and community leaders. I'm Wayne. I'm Tina. I'm Diana. And uh, guys, it is December. Christmas time. Christmas time. Christmas. The snow's coming down. You gonna pipe in, Diana? I'm watching <laughs> nope, it. I wasn't on. planning on it. <laughs> I was enjoying it. All the people around. It's Florida, by the way, where we're recording, so there's no snow. No snow coming down anywhere. It's like what, 80 degrees outside today? Yes, it hey. is. So it's very nice. What's your uh it's been good. Um, Tina, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie. <gasps> Three, two, one, go. I know it really shouldn't. I have so many though. No, number All one right. favorite. Number one is the white, the white. It's not the white Christmas. You like the white Christmas? <laughs> it's not the. <laughs> You're a fan of the white Christmas. <laughs> it's just white Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white. I like that song. Christmas. By is that way, where it's from? Yes, but let me just tell you about that entire movie. No, that is it? There is yes. nothing. The only thing, the only thing about Christmas in that entire movie. Is that that's just what hap- That's just when the show that they're doing happens to air on Christmas. <laughs> like it's not. A, that's a, a terrible it's, Christmas it's movie. It's working up. It's the whole it like up leading to up to the show. It's an interesting uh, show, movie. movie. It is. I like. There's it. There's a lot of dancing. Well, yep. singing. And that's my that's my jam. You're a song and dance person. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Diana, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Home Alone. Ah! Kevin. That's right. Kevin. Then uh, oh he does the same. Thing. <laughs> he does. Dreaming of a white. It's my fave. It's just it's a good. Um, <laughs> I like that. Uh, you know what I like about Home Alone what? is that it's a it's a Christmas movie that you can watch any time of the year. Yes, but I get most excited for it during Christmas. During Christmas, and I keep watching it, and then I feel bad because I'm like I haven't even watched any of the other Christmas movies. <laughs> so I'm like I gotta <laughs> stop watching Home Alone. Like I can watch it any other time. But, but if it's your favorite, it is. and you look forward to it. Why not? I know. Emily. Emily really likes Home Alone. I think she's just, I think she's a fan of the violence. <laughs> most <laughs> yeah, most kids are. The, Ouch. Yeah. They like when people get it's hurt. all the sounds. <laughs> she's like, look at that guy falling down the Every stairs. Reaction. It's the most hilarious Every. thing ever. So Wayne, what is your favorite Christmas My movie? My favorite Christmas movie is A Christmas Story. So I, I Fragile. love. Fragile. Fragile. It must be Italian. I love, love, love that movie so much that I am restricted on how many times I'm allowed <laughs> to see it. During the Christmas holiday. It plays for 24 right? hours on Christmas That's Day. Right. And I could watch it for 24 hours. How many times? And it I? usually is on. For 24 and so, hours. Yeah, for 24 hours. And so we can pick up right where we left off. That's right. <laughs> so I'm not, I, can't, I don't watch it or I, I just, I, I don't want to say I can't because I'm, a, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown man. And, uh, but I'm not allowed really to watch it until Christmas Eve. And so on Christmas Eve, we have Chinese food for dinner and then I could watch the first the first showing of the Christmas story, and then any time afterwards, over and over and over and over again. Favorite Christmas movie and top three favorite movies of all time. Oh gosh, that's my that's in my top three. You change your top three all the time. No, no, no. I'm yeah, talking you about do. All time movies. <laughs> you say that every time. It is my. It's my <laughs> top. It's my top. Okay. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? All of them. All of them. Okay. Yeah. There's just no, just nothing. Do you have a favorite Christmas song? I love like old. Oh, why can't I talk tonight? The I old ones. <laughs> I like old music. I was gonna say like the Oh Holy like, Night was what I was gonna say. Oh Holy Night. Yeah, it's a 
good one. But the older yeah, like hymnal. You mean like the 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 Jesus focused yes. Christmas songs? Yes. The ones of the birth of the Savior. Yes, which so, is what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. It is. It, it absolutely I mean, is. it is. It sounds like I was against it. No. <laughs> you just, you're against Charlie Brown. Yeah. Why do you, you don't like Charlie Brown? No. Any of the Charlie Brown Christmas specials? <laughs> They're rude. They're rude. <laughs> Diana says that all the Charlie Brown kids she can't handle it. Are rude. By They're the way. rude to each other. Uh, that makes me sad. You have a favorite Christmas song? Um. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Is that what it's called? Yeah. That's, I like that one. That's the opening line of the song. <laughs> it's beginning to look a I lot like I don't know if like that's what it was called. Christmas. That's good. My favorite Christmas song is uh, It's a Marshmallow World. <laughs> I love that song. I thought it would be Baby, It's Cold Outside. No, that's not no? it. No, that's You mom's. sing that one all the time, though. I know, but that's because we watch Elf and that's on and then oh. like, you know, all that. But like. <laughs> By the way, Harrison the dog is drinking all the water right now, and he won't stop. And he's deaf, he's so we can't even make him. We can't know, call him to he stop. Can't hear, I can't, he can't hear us when we say stop. Harrison, please stop. Don't. He makes him. If you touch him, he jumps because he he can't hear you coming. All right. He's good. It's like, what's the problem? He's like, I'm, I was just drinking, what's guys. What's going on? Anyway, it's Christmas time, guys, and so we're just really excited. Uh, it, it is that season, tis. but from a from a specialized community uh, standpoint, it's like, again, you know, here's another one of these topics, right, that we talk about that it could be a source of anxiety for families with children with special needs or adults with special needs or or whatever. And so we're going to kind of break down a little bit when it comes to all this. (laughs) He's still doing his thing. All right. So, uh, Tina, we're talking about like the expectation of Christmas, like the anticipation. It's the advent, right? Advent is the is the waiting, the expectation of Christmas. Right, the expectation of Christmas and the excitement and just all of the traditions in which we grew up as children or our families have passed down certain traditions and things like that. So we always, um, you know, the anticipation of getting the, se- the house decorated, um, starting the season with certain traditions that you may have as a family, um, baking. traveling plans, baking, baking all the baking, that all the here. baking, the Christmas cookies, the Christmas pies, the Christmas uh, cakes, and just so many things. But Christmas we cakes. do Christmas pies. <laughs> yeah, some people do. I'm not saying. I only okay, had the cookies. in this house, all we do is cookies. <laughs> but in other houses, I'm sure there are pies and cakes. Yes. So share recipes, and maybe I'll bake some more. Um, but anyway, you guys have plenty of cookies here. You know what that reminds but, me of? As soon as you said like about different traditions and stuff, there's that Olaf, there's that frozen Christmas special or whatever, mm-hmm. and Olaf goes knocking around all the doors, mm-hmm. and it just cracks me up. Oh, trying Olaf, to bring traditions to Elsa and all. Yeah, and he knocks on the door, and he goes, hi, we're going door to door, and we want to learn about everybody's Christmas tradition, and we'll decide if it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and it just cracks me up. because The kids well, in my each class their love own. it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, but we have all those Christmas traditions and all the things that we can look forward to, you know, when it comes to Christmas. Um, but then in so in with that, if you're a parent of a child with special needs, you have that anticipation and you have that expectation, which we'll talk about in a minute, of um, anticipating the season and wanting things to be just right and making sure that your child is a part of everything that you do um, and carrying over those traditions and things like that. And sometimes that can set in kind of a form of anxiety uh, with the excitement and anticipation of the season to come and just a lot of uncertainties too. I think a lot of times it's because like, you know, that um, 
it's not going to be the way that you had probably pictured in your head it would it would be, you know. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, it's like, you know, you, it's one of those things you kind of think about, you dream about when you're having a, a family and all that. And you kind of want those perfect moments. And, and it's like every time that there's a holiday that rolls around, you kind of think about those perfect moments as a family. And, you know, it, it, it doesn't it doesn't always come in the way that you would expect or, or even, mm-hmm. you know, I- anticipate. And that's the thing is you have an expectation and a lot of it is based upon maybe your childhood or maybe your experiences in life. And so you kind of put that expectation out there, whether you mean to or not, but you put that expectation out there, you have it in your mind or in the back of your mind or something like that. But then when that expectation isn't met or for whatever reason, your child responds differently, then it kind of creates a sense of disappointment or uncertainty or confusion even, um, for example, I'll share a personal experience. Our very first Christmas with Emily, we brought her home from the hospital maybe five days earlier than Christmas, and we were just settling into our routine and home and everything, and I was excited. I mean, she's a brand new baby. I did not expect much, but I was at least <laughs> hoping that she would be awake for Christmas, and literally the entire day, all she did was sleep. The whole day. The whole day. Like, we were almost concerned that we would have to go back to the hospital. That's how sleepy she was. Like, no eyes awake, nothing. Like, she didn't really even want to eat that day. So, of course, being a brand new parent, and then on top of that, a you know, a new parent to a child with special needs and all these uncertainties and questions and such, it created a sense of anxiety for me. And it was not the pleasant experience that I was hoping for. And so it was very disappointing. And a lot of different emotions kind of rolled in through that experience. And then since then, we've had other Christmases um, that have not quite lived up to par, I would say. But the par can be moved. And, you know, we can kind of talk about that a little bit, too. But just, you know, you, you think of unwrapping presents. So when Emily's a little bit bigger, maybe like two or three years old, You know, and then she can kind of learn the idea of unwrapping presents or receiving a gift and what that's about. Well, you know, she personally, our personal experience, she has no motivation or no excitement or enthusiasm over receiving a gift and her unwrapping it was more of a a sensory overload for her. Right. So she had aversion to it. And she, she doesn't like to grab stuff. And yeah, she really doesn't like to touch things. And the paper, the ripping of the paper kind of like bothered her. Um, you know, the, the feel of the paper bothered her and things like that. So it wasn't, and She has you know, to do most things hand over hand anyway. Yeah, so there's so already we're that feeling of So I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to, like I said, you know, the par of the first Christmas to the par of the, you know, second, third Christmas where she's two, three years old. You know, it kind of it moves and it shifts and you try to figure out what works for your child, what you know, what's not going to work. But even sometimes when you know things have worked in the past, that there's still always that in, you know, those moments where it just doesn't live up to your expectation right. or it falls short or you find that sense of disappointment. And so like there again, so that anticipation, sometimes every season kind of creates that anxiety within yourself. OK, like, well, what is this season going to bring? What is it going to be like this year? Is my child going to be into it? Are they going to like the gifts that I, you know, that we purchased as a family or that other people give them? Is there going to be reactions? Like just all of the questions and just the things that kind of flood your mind to be able to create a season of joy and a season of peace, um, you know, for for your child, but also for you as a parent, too. And you may have a child. It's like, you know, depending on how your Christmas experience goes, 
you, you may you know you may have a child that um, you know their reactions you know kind of go all the way to another end of you know uh, of the spectrum so to speak right mm-hmm. you know and it's one of those things where I remember last year at Ability Tree I got to um, help a certain friend up north uh, when it came <laughs> to delivering you know some presents for. Uh, you know, some of our MVPs and siblings, you know, that were there. And you would, you know, the, the expectations of, of, of that experience are also kind of big question marks and stuff. And mm-hmm. so I remember sitting there while presents were being opened and, you know, one child would open up the present and literally one child said, this is the best gift ever. Mm-hmm. And they were like so excited. And I think they were mainly just so excited to be in, you know, our northern friend's presence. And then also... <laughs> to, you know, just kind of the, the, the experience of unwrapping a gift and, and that kind of thing. And that was great. And then you'd have, you know, other MVPs, right, who were there and, you know, they'd open up the gifts and it, you know, just for some reason they just said, I don't like this and mm-hmm. kind of fixated on, you know, that. It wasn't what they wanted it or wasn't, wasn't exactly the exact, yeah. And, and it was one of those things where it was like, okay, well, we had to maybe kind of teach that, hey, this isn't like the gift. This isn't actually like, your big Christmas gift or whatever, but at the same time, you know, at home you might experience that same thing where mm-hmm. they're anticipating something or their expect your child's expectations may be completely different, and you know, you may just need to approach it different. I kind of think about this all the time when it comes to our Christmas, the execution, right? Of how do we pull off Christmas this year? How do we actually do it? And and you know, I I haven't come up with like the masterful idea yet of like, okay, well, what's a What's a, a better kind of special needs Christmas, you know, to be able to do? But what's the way that we can kind of, all the dogs are thirsty right now, so they're all coming, they're all, you know, drinking it up. Um, but, like, you know, what's the way that you can execute <laughs> Christmas and and, and, and have it be uh, an experience for the entire family? You know, have it be something that is um, more enjoyable. Now, you know, I mean, just case in point, like, do we have to do Christmas the way that we've always done it every year, do we all? Does it always have to be? Um, you know, everybody, you know, comes downstairs. We don't have stairs, but like, you know, everybody comes downstairs, and you know, they're they're sitting around in their pajamas, and you know, um, it's this perfect setting, and we all take turns opening up presents, and you know, we go in a circle. Like, does it have to be like that, or or can it be something that's completely different? Can you give? Maybe can you give your your child a, a completely immersive experience? Can they? You know, maybe play a game and then get their presents, or can they, uh, you know, read a, um, you know, read a story and get their presents at the end, or mm-hmm. you know, what's something that's different that you can do to maybe make this a, a, a more enjoyable experience, both for your child and for the parents. Right. There, I mean, there's there's quite a few things that you can do. It depends on what your child needs. Um, but if you have multiple gifts, you could kind of give them one at a time, maybe break it up or take breaks in between, maybe do two or three at a time, just depending on what they can handle. Yeah. And take breaks as a family, do something fun, play games, like you said, or eat breakfast in between or, you know, different things like that, that you could kind of set up the morning for success for your child. So every child is different. Every child is going to respond differently, but you know them best. So if they become overwhelmed by all of the, you know, unwrapping of gifts or the the playing of toys and things, or maybe a child may get fixated on one toy or one thing. So maybe save that one thing till the end and um, maybe get through some of the, you know, more, you know, traditional gifts and things like that, like maybe clothes or shoes or, you know, books and things like that, that that might not fixate their attention on necessarily right away. 
Um, so maybe a toy or a game or something like that that you know that will capture their attention or they'll be very interested in, maybe leave that till the end. But, you know, if they do get um, overwhelmed or you see that, you know, they're kind of shutting down or, um, or even acting out, maybe their behavior is, you know, kind of escalating because of all of the excitement, you know, maybe they do need a break. So, you know, don't be afraid to, to kind of plan out those breaks, um, and just kind of, you know, give yourself a break even too, so that you don't get to a point of frustration yourself because you are, you have this expectation of you wanting everything to be perfect. You want them to enjoy their Christmas and you do, but you also don't want it to get to a point where, you know, they are overwhelmed or, you know, behaviors kind of get out of hand or things like that. So you, you know, you kind of, you know, what triggers them. So maybe just think ahead of time, what you could do to kind of, or what you could implement to kind of help accommodate you know, for them and making it successful for you, but also for them. And you, you may want to like, just, you know, rethink what the gift is altogether. You know what I mean? You may want to rethink it and go, you know, you know, so I, I always kind of like, I always kind of pitch this in, in terms of like, you know, Emily doesn't really get a whole lot out of opening up, you know, the, the mm-hmm. gift. And so for her, you know, there's a lot of other senses that, you know, she's into. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, for, I think I did this last year or the year before where it was like, um, one of her gifts was just a, a few movies that we, you know, that I'd gotten. And I went ahead of time. And this is, by the way, a pro tip. If you buy any DVDs or Blu-rays or whatever for Christmas, just go ahead and open them and do the digital download. And just go ahead and put that code in there so that it's ready to fire up as soon as it's, you know, set to go. And that was, it was like, hey, I, you know, we, we got a movie and, and it just... We put it on so she could experience it and she can, you know, hear it and listen to it and see it. And, and just, you know, that's a whole different, you know, ball game altogether. Or, you know, if, if you need to come up with an experience, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, a lot of times there's just this thing where it's like, you know, hey, the, the gift is actually something that we're going to go and do or we're going to actually go and experience it, be a part of. I know last year, um, you know, we all experienced the um, the ice event that happens at the Gaylord Palms mm-hmm. here in Orlando, Florida. Um, and, uh, they should sponsor us. Uh, and so, <laughs> you know, but like, you know, we got to experience that and, you know, that's, a, that's like one of those things where, Hey, that's a fun, you know, event, or maybe you have, um, you know, I don't want to give away any presents right now, but like, maybe you have like, uh, Disney on ice is coming into town or Sesame mm-hmm. street live, or, uh, you know, there's another one that's like really fun right now. Jurassic. Have you ever seen like Jurassic world live? Have you seen those? No. Oh my goodness. Those, Jurassic world live. They have real dinosaurs yeah, guys. That would be really cool. No, what do you mean <laughs> they don't? Yes, they do. They real are real. dinosaurs. They're there. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if you look at your, you know, your neighborhood cultural center or art center and things like that, there's a lot of different experiences you can do. Yes, you can do children's museums. You could do the zoo. You can do uh, local theme parks, things like that, or, you know, things that you may even have to travel a little bit to as well. But experiences are really great for kids who are not necessarily um, who don't necessarily respond to gift giving as much. Um, guys are cutting into my, uh, am I? Exchange. I'm so, you're right. You're absolutely right. We're getting into your exchange. You're right. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. So, so let's but talk, we yes. are in the execution part of, part of Christmas. So we, we have to think about, you know, well, and here's the thing. You may want to even rethink how you do the order of the day. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of like one of those things where, it might not be a first thing in the morning. Yeah. Everybody gathers around the tree. It could be a midday thing or. Exactly. Or it could be like a nighttime thing mm-hmm. or a night before. Like, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, the you, you may just have to realize that in everything, 
you need to know who your children are. You need to know who they are, mm-hmm. like personality-wise. And this kind of goes, you know, for everybody across the board. You kind of you could try and force everybody to sit around the tree and you know go <laughs> one at a time or go all at a time. You know, it depends. But it's one of those things where if it if it if it's not working and it's interfering with the joy of the season, mm-hmm. right? Then maybe to rethink it so you could bring some joy into it. You know, what what are the things that would make you more happy? One of the things that we always do every morning. Uh, for for Christmas is we do cinnamon rolls, right? And so we start the day off with like the you know the cinnamon rolls, and then we watch whatever parade is on TV because mm-hmm. you know that's the Disney parade that they have on TV. Emily's into Disney. Emily's into all the music and stuff that's being shown on there, and so that's a fun experience. And I know sometimes I get family that'll call or want to FaceTime and like all that, and they're like, "It's eleven o'clock. You haven't opened any presents yet." And right. it's like, and and I'll go, "No, that's like me, like yeah, I know." <laughs> Diana opens at five a.m. Um, but she's not a morning person, by the way. Any other time oh, of the stop. year, <laughs> but on Christmas, true. so that's it. just that's Your hilarious. Family would say the same thing. It's the excitement. <laughs> so, let's, so let's talk about the ex- what, the excitement of the exchange, Diana. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, like the one thing that I was thinking when you guys were talking is that like with Emily, you said she doesn't really like to open up gifts necessarily. She doesn't get excited about them, but it's also kids are unpredictable. So it just really depends. Like you should never stop getting her gifts and just think she's never going to like to open up gifts. She's not going to be excited about it because sometimes she does get excited. It just depends on oh, this her is mood. The year and we were going to not give her gifts. <laughs> no I believe it because I've been asking for a list and I still haven't gotten one. So... <laughs> Wow, way no. to throw us under the wow. bus. Oh, just kidding. But so cash. like <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> lots and lots of cash. So like there's like some kids even like in my class that I'm like, I really hope that they're gonna be getting gifts because a lot of them also are not necessarily excited by things that are you know, that I'm doing just daily, but they should still get the opportunity to mm-hmm. get those gifts and maybe be excited. Maybe yeah. um even if it's some kids just like opening up the wrapping paper and they do not care about the gift that's inside. So it might just be, let's just open up a bunch of boxes and tissue paper and throw it around. And that's very true. And I was even thinking, you know, you don't even have to have gifts necessarily wrapped. So if the wrapping paper is an issue, you could have it in a bag, Mm -hmm. you know, and it doesn't have to have the tissue paper if tissue paper is an issue. Or my mom this year, she got everybody. She's so far, she's shown us pictures of boxes and sacks. And I'm like, (laughs) everyone's like, we don't want these sacks. We want wrapping paper. So, (laughs) so we'll see what happens on Christmas. What is this? Like the 1700s? Like I brought you a sack. So we're like, I'm I'm picturing like a giant ham. I'll show you. Yeah. If you just, you know, kind of get imaginative, imaginative or creative in your, in your gift wrapping, you know, Mm -hmm. like if kids love, you know, some tactile items and things like that, you could, you know, put a bag full of pom poms, Mm -hmm. you know, together so that they're reaching in and they're, they're feeling something that's exciting to them. Um, so, and then the gift could be outside of the bag even, Mm -hmm. or it could be within the pom poms, you know, but it's, just kind of being creative in that that gift wrapping and, and yeah. exchanging. Listen, one of my favorite Christmases of all time when I was a kid was the year that I got the entire line of He-Man Masters of the Universe figures. <laughs> and the reason why I bring that up is because like those things, like I had other gifts and stuff, but those in particular um, were unwrapped. And so it was kind of one of those things where, like I came out and they were all kind of laid out like in this way mm-hmm. that was just really cool as a kid to see. And I just, I remember, you know, here's He-Man, here's Skeletor, here's Castle Grayskull, you know, and, yeah. and they weren't wrapped. They were just kind of like laid out there. And it wasn't like, oh, I don't know. I mean, my parents could have been tired. Who knows? But like, <laughs> you know, but, but it could also have just been like, hey, 
what what could be what would be more exciting? Unwrapping each one individually or coming in and seeing all these presents right. like all at once, you know? And and that could also be that's something that you know, they may not be excited about opening up, you know, the presents, but if they see them there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it's like what Already do I play with first? and ready to be played with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing that I was thinking too was that if um, gifts, like physical gifts, are just not that kid's thing, then there is, like you guys were talking about, just having experiences, taking them somewhere, going someplace that you know that they like, just spending time with them. So um, there's, like you were mentioning, all the all the things, the zoo, the aquarium, you can take them to a theme park, you just take them to a regular park. There's some uh, inclusive ones I'll talk about later. <laughs> yeah, well, and and, it, and that could be a way that's also that that brings up more anticipation, where it's like, hey, you know, maybe what they open, you know, is a T-shirt from that place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or maybe they, you know, or a toy or something that's like, yeah, hey, by the way, this, you know, um, you know, do you know what this T-shirt means? Or hey, do you know what this, um, you know, glowy spinny thing like <laughs> means? It's like, oh, that that's from Disney. That's where we're going. You know, and right. and a lot of times, um, you know, even now, it's a lot easier to get stuff like that because you just, you know, go on Amazon, go on mm-hmm. eBay. Go to you know the you know the Disney theme park store. sites, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know you could pick up stuff like that, like you know, pretty easy. Like get an item that matches the thing that you're gonna go do. Mm-hmm. Get like a toy tiger, you know. Right, you're yeah. correct. <laughs> 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 well, and and again, it's again sometimes you get you know you get creative, and I think like you're pretty good at that, like with like giving stuff that's like, you know, hey, I I, th- I thought about it, and it may not be the thing you expected, but it's like it's a fun you know, experience overall, or, hey, we're going to do that. Because I know, like, in the past, you know, for some of the kids in your life, you know what I mean? Like, you've done things like, hey, you're going to wrestling, you mm-hmm. know, and, like, or, uh, you know, hey, you're going to a movie. Like, you know, I mean, it, the funny thing is, is, like, if you think about it, just even, like, simple stuff like that, hey, you know, going mm-hmm. to a movie is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's a big investment, you know, and you may not yeah. go all the time. So maybe, you know, hey, Star Wars is coming up, right? And like, you know, so maybe you're like the the gift is, hey, later tonight, we're going to go see Star Wars. And I was thinking because a lot of my friends have kids. I'm like, what the heck am I going to get these all these kids <laughs> you know, this year for Christmas? Because a lot of them also don't need any more toys and stuff like that. So then I was like, maybe this year I'm just don't going to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, maybe this year I'm just going to literally tell them pick a day and we can do whatever you well you know within reason but whatever you want in that day like you just have me for the day and we can go spend time pick something you want to do go someplace you want to diana's gift eat. is herself yeah that's a you pretty have, good gift i have to say you have but, gift but, of me. but they get to do whatever they, they get to want. do whatever they want as long as she so we can to go to a along. yeah go to a store <laughs> go to a movie we can go wherever well that kind is of is it a coupon like a diana yeah, coupon pretty much well that kind of brings up another idea too is if you have kids that are kind of in that um in that capacity of learning mm-hmm. is you could give them gift cards and let them mm-hmm. you know utilize or even money or cash and and make it a teachable moment for them that they have a budget and they have yeah. to pick out you know mm-hmm. presents for themselves within that budget and so you can make that very teachable for, you know, for children who were able to kind of, you know, cognitively obviously understand that concept. But, you know, a lot of our children do and a lot of children, you know, we kind of miss out on those opportunities because everything is, you know, so debit card or gift card related. But if we do have that, you know, we can even have through a catalog, you know, or, you know, mm-hmm. a toy catalog or even online that where they, you know, could purchase things, but kind of learning that budgetary, you know, um, 
lesson and then, you know, kind of keeping within, within means too. But it, I mean, that's a great opportunity too. And it could be fun for them because they get to actually go shopping for themselves Mm -hmm. and experience it that way. So it's another type of experience, but yet also a gift giving Mm -hmm. opportunity. It's fun to see them make choices too. Like Mm -hmm. having to choose between, you know, something that they like, something that they really like and right. You know, you know, one of the things too to to consider is that, you know, if you have a sibling of an MVP, the gift of your complete and total attention mm-hmm. could yes. be invaluable. Like, you mm-hmm. know, so it's one of those things where, you know, think about that too. If you have a lot of kids in your family, you know, mm-hmm. and you know that some of them, you know, some of them maybe graciously or ungraciously, you know, like, you know, give up that attention throughout the rest of the year. Maybe it's fun to be able to say, hey, you know, our, you know, the, the gift is, you know, you and I are going to go on a trip together, mm-hmm. just the two of us, or, hey, you're going right. to, you know, we're going to go have this experience and it's going to be just us, you know. Um, and, you know, just being able to kind of think outside, you know, outside of the box, outside of the gift box, uh, <laughs> you know, of, you know, what, you know, what can I give that would really be valuable, you know, to everybody, you know, in the family. I got to be honest. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, one of the things I work on hard with, you know, with Emily when we're out um, and about is the, the art of decision making. Right. Mm-hmm. And so letting her pick. And so a lot of times, you know, we'll go somewhere and it's just me and Emily and, you know, we will, you know, I'll present her the choice of a couple of presents. You know, what do you want to give mommy for Christmas and to let her pick? And so a lot of times, you know, that's that's a that's a gift that in particular is is OK. And it's all, you know, it's it, you know, it, it, like, you know, we wrap it up. Tina gets the present and it's an OK gift. But <laughs> if the but, but you know it's one of the, it's 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 a it's a B or C level gift okay. you know what I mean not quite the A it's not the A gift but of if, course it is but if it's a, but if it but here's the thing though if you open it up and oh cool this is this is nice it's a journal you know what I mean mm-hmm. but if I say hey that's the journal that Emily picked for you it means more way more you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. and so it's like it's one it, ma- it makes it the A gift um, right and in that same way it's like you know it, when. When I'm able to help her make the gift and then she gets excited about the fact that, hey, this is a good gift. You know, this is mm-hmm. something that, you know, they're going to love it. You know, she gets excited. She wants to be, you know, she's she wants to be a part of it. And she may not necessarily show the emotion at the moment when you're opening it and that kind of thing. But the idea that she picked it and she was excited about it then mm-hmm. <laughs> should mean something when you get it later. You know, so <laughs> there's 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 that. So that's Christmas. Makes it meaningful. For sure. And then I think if you want to get the parents a gift of, the, of yeah. any kids, really, uh, offer to watch their kids. Yes. <laughs> so that can be that's, a good gift. That's a great gift. A par- a, a so I know what we're out. getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Lots of coupons. You didn't give me your list out. either. Uh, <laughs> well, you just came up with a great gift. <laughs> yes. You know what? You actually brought up a really good point. Um, if you're enjoying Specialized, if you're enjoying the Specialized podcast, let me encourage you to make a donation to Ability Tree Florida and support their mission. Ability Tree Florida is a nonprofit organization that comes alongside families impacted by disability and provides rest, R-E-S-T, recreation, education, support, and training. And uh, we do that through a lot of different ways. And one of those happens to be our monthly Parents Night Out program that provides four hours of respite for parents of children with special needs and their siblings. So maybe you could give a parent a night out by making a donation. You can go to donorbox.org slash specialized podcast 
donorbox.org slash specialized podcast and you can make your choice of a donation if you make a $40 uh, donation that helps a family go through um, the programs of ability tree for one month you could do it at any level at any size but it's a great opportunity to maybe pay that gift forward and there's still time before the end of the year to get your donation in as a tax deductible gift for 2019 so if you're looking for somewhere that you know that uh, you can make a huge impact you could do that right here at ability tree florida donorbox.org slash specialized podcast and we thank you for your support Diana, as a teacher <laughs> yes. of um, children with special needs, what are some items that would be a good gift for a teacher? What, w- what would you appreciate maybe from, you know, not necessarily from your parents, but what do you think in general teachers of children with special needs could love to get this time of year? I would love hand sanitizer <laughs> and Clorox wipes <laughs> and <laughs> tissues Um that's really every teacher, though, isn't it? No, like, yeah, that is. Um, like I got replenishing a, today. Supplies. I got a Christmas card from one of the families, and that was like so nice. We hung it up on the fridge in our classroom. But oh. like, just like, I think just things that are either handmade from the kids, because like we spend so much time doing making things, these, making yeah. things with these kids and stuff. But it would be nice to get something like in return, because then that means that they thought that the families thought of us. And work and made the kids work too, yeah. <laughs> in order to you know make something. So right. I think that's even pictures, pictures and pictures too. Kids, I thought that was very sweet. Awesome. Yeah, handmade gifts are go a long way, mm-hmm. and they are they make it more meaningful. We've done that with Emily, where we've made yeah. ornaments and things like that. We've given to friends as well mm-hmm. as therapists and teachers. Um, so it does make it a little bit more meaningful. Tina, Tina, one year uh, made, took advantage of a hospital stay that we had <laughs> in the month of December. Uh, this is a few years ago, and literally, em, you know, Emily's just chilling out, hanging out. It wasn't like a, a, a I'm sick hospital stay. It was a one of those, uh, you know, 24, Plans. 48 hours EEGs, you know. And so she's sitting there with all these wires in her head, and Tina's painting her feet <laughs> and putting them on canvas and making mistletoes. How funny. That's cute. Anyway, yeah, it was adorable. Um, yeah, you have to make the most of those situations. <laughs> and talk about expectation falling through. When you end up in a hospital during the holidays, like that really bites the dust. <laughs> But it's <laughs> the dust <laughs> really sucks. I didn't want to use the word, but I'm going to <laughs> really sucks. So, um, and I used it twice and, sucks. and, um, Three. but it does happen. It absolutely happens. And we understand it's flu season. There's a lot of germs that are going around between weather changes and storms rolling in. I mean, there's a lot of, unex- you know, fallen expectation. So just hang in there. Do what is best for your family. Do what is best for you. Don't exert yourself. Don't over stress about it. Don't try to fit too much in. Um, you know, it's okay. It's okay to to do less, and it's okay to say no. And it's okay to do different. And it's okay to do different. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. It doesn't have to be exactly the same as you grew up. It doesn't have to be the same expectations that you know, you had as a child or even that you had before you had children, you know, um, things change, things we adapt, we accommodate, we, you know, shift and change. So. Awesome. So uh, let's jump over to picks our, our, our picks for this week. And so, um, you know, we, we scoured the internet and went through all of our <laughs> stuff that we had been kind of looking through and, and discovered over the last time. It's, you know, it's one of those opportunities to kind of uh, those things that we find online that we, uh, want to share with as many people as possible. So we do that right here. And uh, I will, I'll go first because you, you go for it. You know why? Cause I'm really excited. Um, it's the month of December and I'm, you know, Christmas obviously comes in December, 
But what comes in December also is Star, Star Wars. Wars. And so I am excited about uh, Star Wars Episode Nine. It is the the last chapter in the Skywalker saga. I mean, we're talking, this is over, you know, uh, 40 some odd years. It's the end of an era. It's the end of an era, <laughs> and this is, this is huge. And uh, one of the things I just loved, loved, was um, I found this on Facebook. Somebody had shared this with me, and it was a commercial, a Star Wars commercial. I believe it was from the Philippines, right? And so it's, it's not in English, but there's English subtitles. And here's the cool thing. This entire commercial is these kids, they are, you know, putting together this Star Wars experience. You don't even know what they're actually putting together at first. There's just, they're building contraptions, they're taking all these supplies, they're putting everything together. They're working, like, really hard, and you're thinking, like, oh, these kids are, they're building their own, you know, X-Wing fighter for themselves, right? No, after, like, two minutes of them just really going through town and doing everything that they can to build this Star Wars ship, they grab their friend who is at the door, right? They invited their friend to come at the door. It's these two little boys, and this little girl comes in the door. And they bring her right into the living room where they have all this stuff built. And then at that one moment, she walks into the room, and then everything changes because the sound on the video changes to reflect the fact that the girl is actually hearing impaired. She's, you know, she's either deaf or hearing impaired. And so she then gets placed into the seat by her friends, and she's kind of like looking around, like, you know, like, what's going on here, right? And then they start Star Wars, and the entire time she's watching The Force Awakens, and it, like, whatever is going on, they're doing it. It's like this 4D experience that you would pay big bucks for at <laughs> Disney, right? So, like, if there's smoke, they're blowing smoke at her. If there's, like, things that are flying through the air, they're throwing things at her. And uh, they're literally <laughs> causing, like, phones to vibrate and glitter to fly. and Water to spray. Water yeah. and spraying. Like, it's just been, it's so cool, right? And then the movie's over, and this little boy signs, signs to his friend, what did you think? And then she raises her hands and begins to wave them as if she is clapping, clapping. in sign language. And the boys go crazy. They're just so excited that their friend enjoyed her Star Wars experience. And uh, I, I shared this on Facebook, and the only thing I could think of, like, to share, to write what I shared was, be a force for inclusion. Copyright Wayne Cordova. Because <laughs> it was just, <laughs> but, but to do that, like, right, be a, be a force for inclusion. Here's these kids, and my goodness, they were adorable. But, you know, they, um, they, they, they put this whole production on just so that their friend could experience Star Wars in the way that they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I cried <laughs> a couple times. Okay. Uh, and it's not the you first got, time. Th- I got teary eyed too. Yes. It did you get teary eyed? I thought it was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is, it is super sweet. <laughs> but that was my pick. And, uh, I will, uh, I'll post the link on the show notes and, uh, I'll also, I'll post the video too on our pages, all our pages, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. All of it. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? That. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was also on Facebook when I found mine. Um, a parent of one of our MVPs actually shared it, which is how I saw it, um, that there's a park in Pasco County that just did its uh, ribbon cutting. Pasco County, Florida. Pasco County, Florida. Sorry for all of our... Uh, it's an international podcast. Yes, our international saying. friends. <laughs> so um, they opened up in Pasco. It's the Wesley Chapel Universal 
universally inclusive playground. I was like, I don't know where the thing is that said it's like, it. It's like buffering. Um, so all the kids, um, all of their equipment is fully accessible for everyone to be able to go on. And I know. And it says here, um, it caters to children with physical, cognitive, developmental, emotional, and sensory challenges. Um, from the ground up, every piece of the playground is designed to be accessible. And then I was watching like a video online and literally they have everything accessible. The swings, the, um, what else, the thing that spins, oh, the merry-go-round. I'm like, what's it called? Is that is called the merry-go-round? The thing that yeah. just goes around at the park? Um, a merry-go-round, um, like for the wheelchairs to literally roll up, hook on, and it just looked really, really cool that everybody is going to get to play all in one area and learn so much from each other. These kids, those are the kind of kids that will be able to see how these kids interact with like how they get to use their equipment to be able to enjoy something too, kind of like the Star Wars. Oh, sorry, hit the mic. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the Star Wars um, commercial yeah. because those kids wanted their friend to be able to experience something the way that they have mm -hmm. been able to experience it. And the same thing with these with these kids at the park, they'll be able to see. Oh, well, they're going to get to experience the same park that we get to experience, and it's going to be really cool. I want to go. I want to check it out. We're going to have to go. We'll go and take some pictures like and really stuff. really soon, yeah. We'll have to post about it. That'd be really awesome. What would be your like dream piece of equipment? Like, What would you love to see like in an accessible playground? Like, What's one thing that you would love to kind of like see so that kids could play? What's your favorite? I think thing? an accessible slide would be very cool. Oh, that would be yeah. cool. I don't know that they actually have those, but I could be wrong. Hey, they said every piece of equipment but is accessible. <laughs> yeah. This one's a lot to go see. So I don't know if it's like a seat that kind of that, you know, has support and, you know, straps and things like that mm -hmm. to hold children in. But maybe that Ooh. glides down and then you just kind of crank it back up and then it glides, like slides a little, down. Like a toboggan. <laughs> yeah, almost. But, you know, just try to give that experience for kids because I think that that would be fun. I mean, swings are, you know, you get swings and they're great. They're a lot of fun, but you know, you see swings a lot. Merry-go-round is a cool thing because mm -hmm. that's not something you see every day. But I really think it would be fun to have an adaptable or maybe it does. I got a little gotta slide. We're going to have to go and now. check it out. Yeah. What would be your what would be your dream piece of like equipment in an accessible park? Um I don't know. I never really thought. I mean, a slide would be pretty cool because I was trying to put your kid down the side the other day and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was really struggling. <laughs> like, and I'm struggling like to get her, like once she goes down, I'm like, eh, now you're down. Like, you yeah. know, like it was hard to get her back up. So that would be, would be pretty cool. But it's definitely a workout if they're not accessible. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, just, I think really any park that has accessible um, turf. Turf, yeah. Because like a lot of these kids, like they mm -hmm. can't, even go close to what they, you know, to be able to hang out with the other kids. It's more so just... Yeah, mulch and sand yeah. doesn't really work well with you wheelchairs. You go off-roading and all that. I would love to see a... Uh, I, I would love to have, like, a clubhouse. So it's like a clubhouse mm -hmm. that's big enough for, you know, a kiddo in a wheelchair or a kiddo with any mobility issue to be able to go in. And then one of the things that I love about some of these, like, bigger, like, parks that you see are is, like, that suspension bridge, you know? Mm -hmm. I'd love for there to be able to, like, be some kind of bridge like that so that kids can cross it, all kids can cross it and kind of feel the movement and vibration yeah. of that. And, you know, so anyway, that that's just me. What do you got? That'd be fun. All right. One day we're going to build a park. <laughs> that's right. Specialized <laughs> park. <laughs> That'll be fun. All right. So my pick for the, the week is actually an article that I saved way back when, um, but it is very relevant for this time. It's by Sandra Peoples. It's the challenges of Christmas for our special needs family. And it's, um, 
it is religious based. So she talks about kind of the struggles of going to church and the anticipation of the season and, you know, routines being off and just different things that we kind of, um, I guess bumps in the road that we kind of hit during this season, just because there are a lot of changes and there is a lot of stress and there is a lot of, um, things that we face, but I love that at the end, um, she just talks about, and if adjusting our expectations and being patient with each other leads to a more peaceful and joyous Christmas, it's totally worth it, even with all of the challenges. So I loved that quote, but it leads up to that. So you have to read the whole entire article <laughs> to understand that. Um, but it does um, just kind of put your mind at ease and really just kind of knowing that lowering the expectation isn't lowering the experience. Mm. So um, I just think that that's very profound in making sure that you do what is right and what is best for your family and for you. Like don't stress yourself out um, over that. So, or, or over the season and the holiday. It's very cool. I liked it. Very good. Uh, you know, so once again, you know, it, it's Christmas time. It's a time for giving. It's a time for joy. Try not to let your joy be stolen by, you know, expectations that don't come out the way that you, you know, want them to or anything like that. Make those adjustments. And, uh, you know, we'd love to we'd love to hear from you, you know, so. Uh, yeah, share your ideas with us. Absolutely. How, how can people connect with us? So people can connect with us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> at um, mail2specializedpodcast at gmail.com or at specializedpod on Instagram or at specializedpod on Twitter. You can also find us on Facebook at Specialized Podcast. Guys, we are just so excited as we enter into this season of anticipation and waiting. We are so thankful for you. You guys are our biggest gift. The biggest gift that you could give us is to continue to share this podcast with others. Let write a know, review. Write a review. Give us a five star review for Christmas. We would love it. That would be fantastic. We would read your review on the air. Uh, and so, thank you so much once again. Signing off. I'm Wayne. I'm Diana. And I'm Tina. And don't forget to find the joy in this specialized life. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. And to all a good, good night. night.